Nice. What? How are you? Episode has started! Hey! <laughs> <laughs> As you can yeah. tell from my uh, location, uh, I got back from a wedding a few hours ago and I'm feeling very tired. Luckily, right. I have a Lucky Jack Grapefruit Edition to wake oh, me up. That'll wake you right up. I don't know if that's what you want of a Monday at this time, but hey. Listen, it's what I'm having. That, that's a perfectly reasonable way to go about things. Uh, yeah, I'm fine. Uh, very tired. Very but a lot of that is to do with my new protocol for COVID isolation, which is not really isolating. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a feeling that's a lot of people's protocol these days. Yeah, no. Which no. might explain why there's so much COVID everywhere. It might explain it. It might. I figure I had to get it from somebody doing that. No, I mean I haven't been like going yeah. to the pub or anything, but I've been getting no. up in the morning, going for my walk, like. Um, yeah. yeah, and if you're up early in the morning, like there's not that many people around. It's outside. You're probably not that contagious if you're not that sick. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's my feeling. It's me, and literally go out that time in the morning. It's just Leo Varadkar out the whole time. Um, so <laughs> just like. Help, he's like, Congratulations. Uh, I'm, I'm yeah. really and he's working. He gave me a house, he, he is, yeah, yeah, yeah. He gave you, he gave you a house. That's brilliant. That's absolutely was, brilliant. He got so much flack for that uh electoral promise that he was going to work for people who got up early in the morning, and nobody even thought to check did he mean it? It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got up, went for a walk, met him out, said, Hi, Leo, I said, Uh, yeah, Manus, with regard to uh, your uh, awakening time, uh. Not pleased that you're breaking cover. We've all done a little bit of that, haven't we? Uh, filthy Phil knows all about that, don't you, Phil? It's part of this community service. You have to come out here with me. It's not the best Leo Varadkar impression that's ever happened in the world, but it'll do. It'll you kind of sound, you kind of sound like a Leo Varadkar with a head cold, which I suppose, given your current circumstances, is like fairly accurate. Yeah, that pretty much is. No, I've I've been going for my walks and stuff, and it's like um, because that's what I remember so much about the last one was like how. How gank I felt after the ten days of um, yeah, probably yeah, yeah. fully just in my room, like nothing, like uh, yeah. So yeah, human beings aren't supposed to live that way. They are supposed no. to be out and about, moving, having fresh air, stimulating yeah. the mind with different surroundings. Uh, most human beings aren't meant to live that way. 95 99% of humans are not equipped to live the life of a beer blogger. So you can't... <laughs> <laughs> you can't just... coming in hot baby. There was, there was a bit of a Twitter thread going with the um the 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 beer writers um from Twitter where Liam is one of you know I, I like him. Uh he was yeah. like uh I read him and he's like, well, is, there, is there any list anywhere or any group of all the Irish beer writers, you know, so, so they could easily be referred to uh, and, uh, and, and, ta- and talk to and it'd be great. We get a bit of a community going and all that. And then the beer not replied. And I was like, OK, there's the two. I mean, yeah, yeah, there they are. Well, I mean, I don't need to. Lads. I know there's going to be loads more people coming in here with like, yeah, that's a great idea. It's not. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> like, You've got you've got one and you've got a backup one. You don't you don't need any more. You know? exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. There's enough. Be- yeah, there's barely enough beer for the two of them to exist. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess if you're, I guess if I mean, if we're not the target audience, because like how many times? Ta- my favorite beer reviewer isn't even isn't even um, 
the beer night he's my second favorite my favorite is that man we've talked about uh, on, on on this program before from louisiana beer reviews who'll do things like well this is my 15th review of miller genuine draft and uh have to say, <laughs> <laughs> still an a still... <laughs> louisiana beer uh... reviews Episode 495, we have, uh, again, once again, we have cores, regular cores. Uh, if you remember last month's review of cores. <laughs> we, we, like, Manus, we laugh at him and how, how much he's just, like, reviewing the same macros again. But during COVID, we did a lot of that. I mean, oh, yeah. we are going down the path of Louisiana beer reviews. But like I watch him, I don't like I don't for the most part watch like you know almost anybody else because I I'm way more I'm way more him than I am like an actual person who knows what they're talking about with beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like the more the, the more I drink less, for want of a better word, the more it's becoming obvious. So like a lot of what I was looking for with craft beer was just like man, what you drink every day. You really get sick of the same beer all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, change it up a little bit. When you don't do that anymore, it's just like, man, I could go for a beer. I don't care what it is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I just want the sensation of a beer. Yeah. Uh, with that being said, and, um, I think we've, I think we had the Lucky Jack grapefruit before. Um, we probably have. It's looking familiar. Yeah, it is looking familiar. I now, having said that, sometimes <laughs> you just want the sensation of a beer. Yeah. And right now, I do not want the sensation of Lucky Jack Grapefruit Edition. It no. is, it, it, it like it tastes way, too, it's got grapefruit extract or grapefruit concentrate in it. It tastes yeah. way too grapefruity. It kind of has that over, it's overly tart, veering mm. into bitter. It's like, it feels like dry, even though it is a liquid. You know, <laughs> that's is, crazy. It's, it's crazy. crazy. How how did they manage to do it? Um, and yeah, I'm not a huge fan of this. It's cold. It's been in the fridge. It's a nice day. This should be the time where you're having a, a fruity, juicy thing. But like, ugh, this is not refreshing. It's it's turning to battery acid in my mouth. And uh, not to those flowers I don't want to. Obviously, I don't want to exaggerate. I don't want to um, go into hyperbole here, but it is literally turning into battery acid in my mouth. You cannot see this, but Ga the lower portion of Gavin's face has turned into like a, a Dali-esque nightmare. It is like melting. It is not. Yeah. He's being remarkably cool and calm and collected for the record, but it is brutal. It is, it is terrible. It is a fresh hell every second, um, mm. and I'm not enjoying it. That's no, I've always uh, feel with grapefruit is that like that's one of those flavors that you can kind of get without that much effort with like certain hops, right? I mean, yeah. these beers that taste super grapefruity just from just being Big made. Time. I don't know yeah. why the real need to be lamping in. So like, man, they love that little bit of grapefruit. Better give them some more fucking grapefruit. Yeah, man. yeah, you know, yeah. They say less is more, but I've also heard that more is way more. More so, is more. I mean, you know, I, 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 don't, I never fully grasped what they were talking about there, but uh, yeah, no. Uh, so I don't know uh, that they needed to be doing. I guess unless you're going to go down the full road of like, this is a Rattler. We have like a grapefruit soda here then. Yeah, yeah. And a Rattler, a Rattler, I think would taste a little bit different to this because Rattlers tend to be quite 
refreshing and light yes. and they're like vegetables this is not light like the the flavor is overwhelming um and and yeah not in a good way it's not even a novelty beer it just kind of seems poorly balanced and the it's icing, lurving as well which like yeah you're normally so good guys normally because see there's there is another there's a non-grapefruited lucky jack if i remember correctly so they yes. may very well have just been like man we really want to make a second beer for the for this market and then just be like well we got a lot of grapefruit shit just bang it in and make grapefruit jack bang it in, exactly know. yeah yeah everyone loves lucky jack but would they love him with a grapefruit now i'm fairly sure we've had we did review both we certainly reviewed one of them because they were available in the shop beside my work so in the yes. good old days <laughs> in the good old days when that mattered uh, and I would be arriving with them. That was the kind of thing. Like a couple of times, it was just like, well, okay, the only thing they had that we haven't had before is this Lithuanian beer. It's pretty much going to be gank. We know it is. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that would. I don't. I don't know that we um, miss. We don't miss out experientially from not doing that anymore. But there was something mm. too that like we're, we're all suffering through. It. Here it is, and the thing's crap. It's going to be crap again. Yeah, 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 yeah. There was a real sense of jeopardy. I feel I'm I'm on the water. I'm on the um the frankly and this is not just any water, this is in a, a bottle which um I have to say I tried to calculate today, it's probably been six months I've been reusing this plastic bottle. <laughs> <laughs> and, and how, many times, just, how many times are you supposed to do that? I I like on the bottle they say like don't do it at all, but that's obviously yeah. just that's just big bottle trying to get you to buy more bottles but <laughs> yeah i i do believe that there is a dizzy limit and the plastic does start to um to, to like get into uh the water and stuff but you know i don't think i don't think it's necessarily a problem i mean um from what i've understand uh from uh, listening to the six o'clock news on um alex jones's news channel which is what i listen to there's lots of yeah. stuff in the water it's um hasn't turned me gay it hasn't done you know so he he he's always talking about all these bad things you're gonna have and never has so i think i think what's, pretty much what's a little bit more what's a few more chemicals in there what's a few you're basically made of chemicals man we I all mean, are you know we are made of chemicals that is literally yeah. true and I do have to say, this does mark the least healthy period of sobriety that I've ever had in terms of like being sick <laughs> and like not really moving and just like eating whatever I want and not really exercising. Yeah, 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 yeah. So That's you're getting like, none of the benefits of your sobriety. Uh, it's yeah. just being offset by uh, your love of chicken nugs and sitting still. I love um, chicken nugs and sitting still. They're the best. <laughs> chicken nugs are a big sitting still food because it's like, it's like you can eat a chicken nug with one hand like you don't even yes. need you don't even need like knife and fork action you don't even really need to sit up at a table or anything you can just you can just nug it off you can eat yeah a lot of yeah them. lubricate you them with sauce the sauce lets you eat more by lubricating them and is in and of itself bad for you which is yeah good. yeah yeah <laughs> So, is there a world record for most chicken nuggets eaten in an hour? There has to be, and I bet I mean, it's way fucking grosser yeah. than we think. It'll be just a disgusting amount. And as well, when you look up the guy who has it, it'll be some 
skinny Korean man. Like, yeah, yeah, it yeah. won't be this giant man who you think might have at least enjoyed it. It'll have been a guy who's been like, yeah, I've been, yeah, this, this is the stereotypical Korean voice. Yep, I've been greasing up myself for just for the last two weeks with castor oil and I haven't eaten not but a solid nugget in four months. <laughs> and he's just getting them. Yeah. Yeah, he's Kobayashi this whole thing. And the thing is, you got to peel off the breading and eat that all in one go. And then it's just straight to Nugtown. That is, is the competitive eaters always have to do it in a way they couldn't possibly be fun. It's like you see the hot dog contest. It's like, yeah, well, first of all, you're going to want to dunk them all in the milk. Good and proper. (laughs) I mean, come on. Can I not just have a dog? Please, yeah. There should be rules. Like, that is, like, not dissimilar to doping in physical sports. It's like, making it gross in order to do more of it should be illegal in competitive eating. I agree. And it's, uh, you know what it is? It's it's very similar to doping. And I don't want to, like, get, uh, hang on to my, my pet project here. But uh, in, uh, it, they're, they're in cycling, uh, they use, now this is all according to David Walsh's book. And he's, as far as I know, an expert scientist. He's not, he's a journalist. But as far as I know, he's an expert scientist in, um, in, in, in sports medicine. But essentially, when you're taking EPO, it boosts your hematocrit. Uh, which is a gauge for how the hematocrit gauge is how much uh, oxygen your blood can carry, right? Yeah. So, uh, what you so in theory, if you have a, a high natural hematocrit, you should naturally be uh, well disposed towards endurance sports uh, like uh, like mm-hmm. cycling on, on like on a Grand Tour or something. Um, but convert. But what they do when they're testing for EPO at the time anyway when Lance Armstrong was getting in trouble there wasn't really a test for EPO that anyone believed they, they claimed there was but I, I don't think there ever really was so what they would do was they would test your hematocrit and if it was above a certain amount then you would pop a, a positive and you wouldn't be allowed mm-hmm. to race or whatever I think they like the pick a number let's say it was 30 uh, so what conversely started to happen was the top team started to look out for riders that had a naturally low uh, blood oxygen capacity oh so because if you boost them up they'll you know you, they, you go, they get the boost while without popping the test without popping the test so you had this converse uh bizarre logic where like guys who should have a natural advantage were in fact being put at a natural disadvantage by these like lance armstrong uh, that's a funny thing you look at him he's not like um he certainly wasn't built like uh, someone who's going to win the Tour de France. He was uh, relatively broad-shouldered, uh, muscular. Yeah. You know, not not your. But uh, so he was like not the guy. But there was enough. There was that much room for improvement, and he wasn't going to pop it. And he obviously had like this ridiculous. Like you don't want to take away from the fact that he was a lunatic, and you do have to be no matter what they put into you to win that. But I feel that way about like how fat guys have like don't win the eating contests. You know. Yeah. It's like that. Should yeah, be t- they don't. They don't have that far to go. You know, like uh, it seems like I don't know what the science behind it is, but like it seems like skinny guys can better train their stomach to stretch, or yeah, something. I'm, whereas if it was an actual, just like let's just measure who can eat the most. Let's just take someone from the population. Like the fat guy's gonna win, right? I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. It gives you a skew, a skewed idea of of of, of what people can kind of do or what they can't, you know, do. And plus. Just who doesn't want to watch the giant guys eat loads of pies? I mean, I, do. I feel, yeah, yeah. There should, 
you know, I feel like rug, uh, rugby is a sport for all sizes. And that's yes, something I really <clears throat> like about it. And competitive eating should be a sport for all sizes in a way. But it seems like the fat guys are just being left out of this whole thing. I, and I don't like it's kind of like the ugly actors being left out of it for like good looking actors in prosthetic face masks, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I get it. It's like, can we get look can we not just wreck up a good looking guy though? I mean, can we not <laughs> <laughs> can we just give George Clooney some scars or something? <laughs> it's like, can we feed Christian Bale? I see he seems like he'd do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the 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 Fugly middle-aged dads, high actors. I gotta be going. They're making a Cheney biopic. This is my time. This, <laughs> they've been sure Batman. I mean, I was the world's biggest Batman fan. I went to all of those lessons. I learned the bat the bat dance. Fine, they pick Christian Bale. Yeah, I cut. understand that. I understand that he's cut. Batman needs to be pretty ripped. But Cheney, he's taken Cheney from me. <laughs> taken Cheney away from me. <laughs> I had four heart attacks preparing for this role. <laughs> so we just taped a bunch of fat Christian Bales together. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> just looks better on screen. Yeah, fat ugly guys don't look like fat ugly guys on TV, you know. <laughs> what do you do if you need an old guy who looks like Donald Rumsfeld? Oh, we usually just tape a bunch of Steve Carell's together, you know. <laughs> Oh god. That film kind of came and went. I was getting very excited for that film and then it was kind of kind of wasn't very good. But we think we reviewed it actually on the on the program. Yeah, I think we do. Yeah, I was very excited for it as well. Love Adam McKay's work, but that just it, it fell flat for me. I think part I think part part, part of the problem was it it, it, it fell into the like <laughs> evil. Uh, like yeah, yeah. The, uh, the the Aiden the Aiden Gillen trough in, in some ways, or it's just like okay, Aiden, he's very evil. I understand. I just understand it. Uh, it's kind of falling like, into the no go on. Uh, yeah, and like Cheney, you know, probably was that evil, and like oh, yeah. or may have been that evil. You know, like from from the, what he's done, it seems so. But I mean, I react better to films when there's nuance, even when none existed in the oh, original sure. thing. Yeah. You know, like, you need to create the idea that, like, oh, maybe it wasn't all that or something, you know, create an idea to give it, like, what I believe to be realism, even if it's being totally 100% accurate. Yeah. That's exactly what he said at every single time. Didn't they have to do that in The Wire, where it was like uh, yes. Omar jumped off a building or jumped out of, like, a fourth floor, and they were like, obviously, that's not the real story. In the real story, it was the sixth floor. But they had to change it because it was like, well, no one's going to buy that he really jumped out of the, like... Yeah, yeah, um, I fucking love that story. <laughs> like, so there is times when, like, uh, yeah, you just sort of have to, particularly with a villain... I feel as well if you oh, and although I guess he kind of was, wasn't really the villain of that. I mean, he was because you know what? He's a protagonist and a protagonist villain. And that's always kind of funny because if you're watching a film through somebody's eyes, it's super hard not to sort of root for them a little bit. Yeah. Um, but then you like it, it, you often when you create a villain, I think this is maybe a separate point, who's like just evil, like properly. Evil. <laughs> like at a certain point, I root for him. Because it's the, yeah, only, yeah. the only interesting thing you could do is basically have him win. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're, they're doing that in the... Um, well, they've been doing it since pretty much the start. Uh, and I, I have a program I quite like. Uh, so potential spoiler alert for, for The Boys. 
uh, at the moment where they've got they've got Homelander who is just he's evil (laughs) (laughs) it's like at a certain point it's like I guess I want him to win because it's like there's nothing he's too obviously he's obviously he's going to be defeated and like you've gone a very long way to make me hate him and I do but I've gone quite but I hated him after like two episodes yeah 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 every yeah you're just like putting cream on top of cream on top of cherries on top of cherries like at a certain point a Sunday anymore at a certain point your brain is thinking this has got to be a swerve like it's got to turn yeah, out yeah, that like yeah. it's all yeah. you know that the, the good person is too good and the bad person yeah. is too bad and they're gonna switch it on us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pull an old Professor Snape on us this whole time. Yeah. Like, ah, Homelander was really in love with your mother. And that's why he did all this. It's true, because he was in love with your mother the whole time. And he actually, you have her eyes, uh, you know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the Snape, the problem with the Snape one was they they did what they did with the big show all the time. Was that they double turned it, right? So you think so they, they mm. do the like you think he's the bad guy, but it turns out he's on your side bit, like in the first book, I think. Yeah, and then, yeah. And then yeah. they go like, oh no, no, he really was the bad guy the whole time. And you're like, oh drat, I really hate him. And then it's like, oh no, no, but he really was the good guy. Okay, you're kind of yeah. even you're kind of evening him out here, JK. You know, you're kind of yeah, yeah. like what one one heel turn, one one baby face turn from heel makes big baby face. Second heel turn makes like irredeemable heel. Then you try and bring him back, it's like, ah, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm feeling a bit jerked around by Snape here. I'm a little jerked around by Severus, you know. I'm starting to think that Joanne Rowling isn't a great booker. I'm starting to think that I'm starting to think that the the uh, Hogwarts promotion might not take off. I mean, it does read like her. It's like, yeah, I know they won, but like you won now for no reason. They did a dusty finish every year with the House Cup, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Your new champion, Slytherin. Uh, turned out it was a DQ. They actually threw them over the top rope way earlier in the match. So none of, them <laughs> none of that mattered. So yeah. Um, you, and it's why she never won the Booker Prize. Because she was a terrible Booker. Yeah. Yeah. Funny enough, the Booker Prize, does that ever go to like, does it? Vince I mean, like, yeah, I mean, did it ever go? It should, I mean, you know, Vince obviously should win it every year, you know. But <laughs> does it? Is, I, I'm displaying my ignorance here, but does it, is it by definition, can it not go to someone who sold a shit ton of books? Like, it could, like, obviously, Dan Brown wasn't worthy of it, but like, yeah. could he have won it? Like, I mean, at a certain could he, point, could he have won it? Like, yeah, he got up. Like, Sally Rooney's been nominated. She sold a shit ton of books. Zadie Smith as well. Like, you're right. They're, okay, they're, they're not exactly failures. It's not like they're giving you into these, like, um, it's not like they're the Velvet Underground where, like, everyone says they're brilliant, but they've sold 50 records. Like, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, it, it's, it, I, I, I say you're probably right. It's probably more like if you're going to be that breakthrough, like, people who don't even read, read it book mm. is probably you're probably gonna have to make so many compromises along the way when you're writing it that it's not gonna win something like that yeah 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 i would love to see like one of those like prestigious awards go to like <laughs> john grisham <laughs> john grisham and john you've done it again yeah, yeah yeah the person you've paid to write that book has done it again <laughs> grisham's one of those as well so wait who are those the john patterson is one or is it robert patterson what's his name Patterson. 
there's there's an ultimate it's Robert Pattinson. for a second i thought it couldn't be because it sounds very like the guy from twilight but it's... yeah 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 i'm actually well, not sure Grisham is one i just like love saying three. he is i've no yeah, idea yeah i probably is listen <laughs> he's putting in enough books yeah you're right and there, there's usually enough of a formula to them like that you can kind of I mean, whoever that one bloke who writes all the Mills and Boom books, I figure it's just one, one octopus just writing them all. <laughs> yeah. Couple of lines of, like, how sexy the man looks. Couple of lines about how ideal the scenario is. Yeah. Couple of lines about forbidden love. Penis, penis, penis. <laughs> Close. You know, there it is. Yeah, Michelle does another romance novel, and I have to say... I, when I realised that, I was like, fuck, I'm not going to look up to these, <laughs> these Fabios that she's been reading about. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what, oh, wouldn't it be wonderful if we're like, no, too full of food and beer, go away. <laughs> Are you sure you don't want to? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's certainly a way of keeping an air of mystery about yourself. <laughs> Pull my finger. No. It's a great way to do it. I've taken the Al Bundy approach um, to sex and just never wanting it at all. And I figure eventually <laughs> that he had a pretty good life, you know, you know, despite all his complaining that he always did. You know, yeah, he did. A lot of people would kill for good, Al Bundy's life. Pretty good house. Pretty hot wife. Yeah. Kids, you know, hanging around. Yeah. A, dog. Um, a dog. And he worked yeah. selling women's shoes. And he did nothing he did. but complain about it. Yeah. And uh, so I'm thinking about packing in this public service thing and going to sell some women's shoes. <laughs> as, yeah, as far as, as far as married with children has told me, I can, you know, support an entire family on just selling women's shoes. Did he That's, own the shop or was he just... No, he just worked there. He just worked there. And it's... Um, <laughs> what it is is... But that is, it makes, it makes you nostalgic for the 80s where, uh, you know, uh, a, a man uh, on a single income a relatively low skilled job could raise a family in a, in a, a three bedroom house in the suburbs in a sitcom. You know, it does. Yeah. It, it makes you it makes you reminisce for the time when sitcoms were like that. You know, now <laughs> now all of our sitcoms are like gig economy. You know, they're all like a bunch of pals trying to make it in their twenties. You know, and it's uh, you're not supposed to make it in your twenties, guys. You know, you're supposed to be still living at home when you're thirty five. Yeah, that's exactly it. Uh, I was talking. This we, is yeah. all conversations I have with Leo. Now he's giving me a house. He's looking after me, which is, <laughs> I think, the the way. Uh, you know, so I'll be knocking on doors next general election for Finnegale. Make no mistake. Of course, yeah, uh, yeah. I'll, I'll and be- the weird thing is, Yun will as well, and I've never seen the two of you in the same room. We're not allowed in the same constituency. It's he's going to be down in his native. Um, Arklo, I think we decided who was from eventually. Yeah, Arklo yeah. seemed like like yeah. where his, his parents his parents bought a, a house in two thousand and four uh, for like one point five million. Uh, and <laughs> when Fionn was invented, that house had massively depreciated in value. But mm. f- since then, Fionn's house is now worth more than they paid for, <laughs> uh, and and Fionn's again fine. Um, so he, he's back he's back with Finnegale. Um he's forgiven them for throwing him out of young Finnegale at the age of 35. <laughs> oh hang on a second. 
hang on a second i mean i don't i don't i don't know if there's any point to this because the episode's already perfect but yeah it's already pretty perfect but i just oh speak of the plan wazer yeah. and he mm. shall appear Gentlemen, we weren't I'm, speaking about you jack <laughs> i'm so i'm so sorry we actually didn't acknowledge you at all uh, <laughs> no, I'm melting, melting. And I'm just gonna give you the the money shot here because I jumped off my call. And was like, I got a shower. Jumped in the shower. I was like, Oh fuck, the guys! Immediately <laughs> got out of the shower. So I'm wet and dirty. So I guess I really right. only leaves us one thing to choose here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, very sorry. I both changed the time to suit me and then and then missed it anyway. No, I Jack, mean, it's, it's like, I, don't you feel like this the frog, is the only time you've done that? Don't at you feel like the, the frog after the scorpion just goes, yeah? And, and I do, I truly do. Like, <laughs> but, Jack, you said you weren't going to do that this time. Then what the fuck you want me to do? I'm a fucking scorpion. I, I just, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're, it's, it's, it, honestly, guys, it's this anti scorpion rhetoric that I can't abide. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Scorps come scorp. Still scorp. Oh, it's good that you're there, sure. Shaq, how are you? Um, uh, I am. I'm good. I am absolutely flat out, uh, and I'm having a really, really nuts week. Rattling, bit of rattling. Um, uh, actually, quite, 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 quite a bit. Someone's, <laughs> um, <coughs> probably. You know, if we're we're doing our in-person recording on Thursday. Yeah. I imagine we'll go for a beer after our uh, an in-person beer after our recorded beer. We'll get into the details on that. Excellent. Okay. Well, now, by excellent, be- I, by excellent, I mean don't do that. You know, <laughs> yeah, I do. Uh, great. Um, yeah, so we're here. We're actually pretty much finished the episode, but that's fine. We 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 were beginning to ramble, but that's that's okay. Yeah, to those of you who are going, where when are we going to get to the fireworks factory? You said you were going to get to the fireworks factory. It's coming, folks. This Thursday, as opposed to last Thursday, we are doing the blind tasting of all yes. of the states, and it will come. It will probably come out in a few weeks, I assume. Now that we're kind of we're we're yeah, because we're, we're. I mean, I think. We, we've we, this we're, we're coming up to like funny times of people being away and stuff so we're what what would be ideal is if we have content that kind of just plugs in that uh, isn't time sensitive unlike the stuff we've been talking about this week which has included harry potter it has included, <laughs> you know, uh, that film that dick cheney film that came out four years ago it has included yeah i have missed a barn burner you really yeah. have. We really by which I mean problems. burn down all the evidence that's in that barn. <laughs> that's a, it's a bigger deal for the uh, for the Amish than it is for you or I when there's a barn burn. I mean they they spent a lot of time on that barn. They did spend a lot of time on that barn. No, no, they didn't have iPhones to help them. <laughs> did you get the? They had app? to use hammers. Yeah. They had to use hammers, whereas we would just use iPhones. We just use our iPhones. We smash to, those nails in with our iPhones. To call someone to do it for <laughs> We have become softened. We are in the... We are wearing the silk slippers on the, the downward part of the ladder of Empire. Uh, you know, all of us in our luxury. Um, and the great Khan himself would spit with anger at the sheer opulence in which we live our lives. 
I think you know, little does he, little does he know. I would love that. Yeah. <laughs> I think your it again, spit tastes Khan. wonderful to me, Great Khan. Nom, your nom, method nom, archers nom. are no are no match for the guardy. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't want to say that like the children attacking the Uber drivers is good. I would in fact say it's a net negative for society. I don't think we want it to keep happening. However, if it is training our youth to take on the mounted archers of the Golden Horde when they eventually cross the Irish Sea on their wooden boats, then I think it will have been worth it. And that's yeah. a sacrifice I'm willing to make. Oh, yeah, personally, yeah. <laughs> it's the only facsimile I can think of in the modern world of the mounted archer. It's the skilled, is the skilled Uber cyclist. They, you know, <laughs> they've got to put up with a lot. They've got that big, very unaerodynamic square thing on the back. Oh, you mean the Deliveroo cyclist guys? What did I call so, them? You said Uber, and I'll Uber do food as well. I was just yeah. like, I was like, there's Uber cyclists now, someone who'll give you a backer for five quid. That would oh, work. That would work. I On think pe- we finally figured out how to topple Uber. You have to be a licensed. <laughs> no, in Ireland though, they don't just let anyone do it. You have to be a licensed legend with a BMX with pegs on the back to. Uh, yeah, you have to have pegs. Yeah, yeah. Peg, a peg overhead is through the roof. I mean, yeah. we're going through pegs at a rate of knots. I knew a guy when I who I when I who I thought was really cool growing up, and he wasn't cool. It was just he was fourteen and I was twelve, uh, but. Uh, <laughs> And he had he had pegs on the back of his BMX, and it was a real BMX because he'd taken off the brakes uh, because a real BMXs don't have brakes. <laughs> how how does he stop? What the fuck? Oh well, what he would simply do is I is, is put one one foot down onto the okay. onto, uh, and and kind of try and slow down a bit, and mostly it was crashing. That mostly that's what happened. <laughs> it was mostly crashing. Yeah, so getting well, he would stop cycling about a kilometer before he wanted to stop. It actually uh, led to him developing great uh, forward thinking. Yeah, it it, it did. Uh, Now, I did really taught him to bite off uh, not more than he could chew. I mean, because the logic was when they take the brakes off, you know, because if you really did BMXing, you know, on a a vert ramp or whatever, you wouldn't need the brakes. (laughs) And I guess that's probably true. And maybe the Maybe the 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 weight, the extra weight, it will be worth it to not have them on your bike that's specifically for a vert ramp. But at no point did anyone think to point out to him because again, he was fourteen and we were twelve. That uh, like uh, maybe, but you, are, but are you using it on a vert ramp? Vert yeah, ramp yeah. Right Where's now? the nearest verse that you're going to ramp? <laughs> I mean, the closest we came to even even. Oh, Gavin, Gavin, you didn't you you didn't spend time hanging around ramp Farnham. It was the called. Be, it was the called best Ram- damn skate park in town. It was it called Ram Farnham. Sorry, it wasn't called Ram Farnham. No, what? it was not. No, it was. Wait, not. Okay. Was there one not. in Ram Farnham? And was it no? Not the closest we got at that age to any sort of skate park infrastructure was in a Sum Forty One video. Like that was like yeah. the most. <laughs> we, there was some on the north side in Drumcondra. I think there was like Ramp City. Yeah, Ramp and Rail. Ramp and Rail. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but the, ma- the man was that? always trying to close those down, as far as I understand. Right? Wasn't the man yeah, always yeah, trying to yeah. prevent that sort of thing? Do you think it's too late to open Ramp Farnham? Um, and we missed the fad. Sk- no, skating's back. Skating's, skating's cool back again. in a big way. It's Ooh, back in yeah, interesting. Form. It's extremely cool now. Yeah, no, it's very cool. Um, Ramp Farnham didn't really have a nickname when we were younger, but 
uh, in response to a friend of ours who would repeatedly refer to his hometown of uh, in Shakur as the bomber, uh, we, we were like, oh, yeah, well, Rathfarnham is called the muffler. <laughs> we're all from the muffler. Yeah, it's, it's well known. It's well known in the area that that's what it's called. You know, we're from the bomber. Are you indeed? Well, we're from the muffler. <laughs> <laughs> and tell me, tell me, is there a reasoning behind either name? Muffler just seemed like it would be a funny thing to call. <laughs> oh, oh, Manus, don't get me wrong. It's an objectively oh, hilarious it's, word. It's funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great don't worry. work on Don't worry, 12 year old Manus. It's funny. As to why, as to why the Inchicore is called the Barmer, I do not know. It may be. I don't actually know. Uh, I, I don't I don't know my Inchicore lore, if you will. It, it could easily be. <laughs> Your Inchicore canon? Yeah. Well, the, the, the Inchicore canon is why maybe it was called that i don't, I don't know they had this one oh this yeah one, yes, of this, course. Si- this world war one siege gun that was um that was uh, confiscated from the germans and um, was a lesser known part of the versailles treaty was that in against one of those guns you know <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah yeah how else will in defend itself Against, against the, against the, the tyranny of, of Drumcondra. <laughs> the rising tide of the dark. <laughs> you know, there was we didn't know what we didn't know where it was gonna need a massive big Bertha-esque siege gun in those days. We didn't know when they were, they were gonna be the new thing. Yeah. Well, plan, for, plan for uncertainty, I think it was the worst call. We're often funny about like what's gonna be the big development, you know, going forward. <laughs> You know, you don't really predict. It's really hard to predict it. And often, if you look at the future, futuristic stuff from like fifty years ago, it's hilarious. The Germans, like up until real recently, were like, "We're pretty sure it's gonna be big giant guns that you have to assemble at the time, uh, push everywhere on a railroad, and they can see you can shell Paris from very far away." And I have to say uh, to Angela Merkel uh, when she brought this up that uh, you know it's very unlikely to come up anytime soon. You know, yeah, <laughs> classic Angie. This was around the time Classic. of Brexit. We thought the big guns were going to be needed again. We thought we were going to have to be able to shell the White Cliffs of Dover from Calais. We thought you thought you were going to need to bring out the big guns for Brexit. Yeah, we did. If I had a name, a little... I would have I would have included it there, but I it's escaping me. Any name, like I think the joke was, oh, I didn't realize we had to bring out oh Keen Healy. <laughs> may he rest. In, may he rest in peace. Rest. I don't think he's dead, but. I... Well, I hope he has a good night's sleep. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's got a one-year-old. I hope he's resting in peace. He's a professional athlete with a small at, child. At, at one, <laughs> they, they all they want to do, all they want to do is just get your focus away from the game time. That's their main thing. That's so, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they are hell. They are hell. They're all kind of. just. They're all scrub halves at that point, you know. Yeah. 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 Well, I'd say Keen Healy's one-year-old is probably bigger than you are, to be honest. <laughs> that's, that's, that's very true. I doubt he produced. Speaking of siege guns, I suspect. <laughs> He's been on that compound V since he was six weeks old. He's going to be another, another Healy-esque monster, which we need. We need. We need in this town. That's yeah. exactly what this town needs. We've got a lovely tour of Jack's one bedroom house um during the brief time he's been here he's walked around all of it i am yeah I am, it's, I it's very unclear what he's doing i uh, i was putting away laundry uh oh yeah. important stuff well it's okay <laughs> yeah it's because and also I, jack i just want to say a lot of people are going to tell you that's crap audio and 
that I would like to just agree with them. <laughs> I think crap audio would... and, boring, and a boring thing to say. Yeah. I... Come up with a lie. We're on the air, Jack. Sorry, sorry. Come I, up I, with a fucking lie. I thought I was like, I'm very engaged. I'm very sharp. I'm going back and forth. It's like, no, Jack, you're telling the truth. And what's rule number one of the podcast? Don't lie. be truthful. Don't, Don't be truthful. Everything, everything we've said is a lie. Yeah, every single bit. Oh. Even the stuff that contradicts the other stuff. It's all lies. <laughs> it's because it's it's I'm going on a date basically when I hang up. Um, so I thought that I should probably, I thought I'd be optimistic and clean the gaff. <laughs> okay. Yep. That is optimistic. Uh, Manus, what do you mean, any, Gaff? Any top tips for uh, Jack's date? Is it a first date, Jack? Uh, it is. And with it, it is with a very funny person. And I'll tell you off air who it is. Oh, it's um, uh, Cedric the Entertainer. I'm going, with, I'm going out with Julia Louise, Julia Louise Dreyfus and me are going on a date. I'm That's incredible, that. yeah. I mean, she'll wow. be, yeah, she's, she's she'll well be devastated. Down she's down to earth, Jack. Don't, yeah, my, your, your, my main tip would be, I was going to say don't be yourself, but like, that's not going to be a problem for you because I don't think you know what that is. Uh, so like, you know, no, I, I, I'll, I'll, have to re, I'll have to invent a brand new person to meet this person. Yeah. Uh, as I do with every person I meet. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. It's true. Maybe one of these the days is- I'll meet me. Whoa. Maybe you might meet him tonight, you know? Wow. You might be going on a date with him for all you know. Um, no, you probably know the person you got. That doesn't make any fucking sense. Lucky Jack's, Lucky Jack's a bit crap, to be honest. Um, the, <laughs> grape, the grapefruit uh, edition, the grapefruit edition, I would say, yeah, no, better, like, it mellowed after the first tasting. It is, it's like a six. First taste is cack. Last taste is nice. 5.5. It's 5.5. What do you say to the person? What given that it, it kind of grew into a 5.5 for you, right? So like it, like, what do you say to the person who uh, is taking their first sip of it and gone, yuck, not for me? Do you say you're right, not for you, skip it? Or do you say finish it? It's you know, it, it improves. Finish it. Yeah, I'd I'd say finish it, it improves. Okay. You have a good you have a good beer by the end, but the first taste is so off putting. Although I guess it's enough, it's 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 imposing. I'm not gonna grapefruit. I'm not gonna buy it again. No, no, and I, I'm probably not gonna either based on that review. I suppose you could argue it's imposingly grapefruity enough that if that's your jam, you might really like it. Big time, yeah, yeah. If if you wake up in the morning and have yourself a nice cold glass of disgusting grapefruit juice. <laughs> Like, this is your beer. They made this beer for you. Yeah, and before you leave, brush your teeth with a can of Lucky Jack, which, as far as I understand, is what Kesha does when she wakes up in the morning. Um, that is what she wanted. <laughs> Rules for life from Kesha. Wake up in the morning feeling like Shane Lynch. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> which gives no, us only one thing to cheers to. Gives us only one thing to cheers to. To the to the the rampant sex that Jack will have this evening that he wouldn't have got to have if he didn't do this cleaning up right now. <laughs> to the rampant sex that Jack's gonna have. Woo! To the ramp to the to the rampant sex. Uh, oh, very good. <laughs> why they call it ramp farnum? Why oh. they call it ramp because of so much rampant sex happening in that case.
cut! Good enough. Splice in some reaction shots of me and shove it on the air.